You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Jessica Lynn Verdi, and this is Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for March 4th. By 1990, George Lucas had wrapped up a trilogy of films about a certain archaeologist adventurer. You know his name. And though tired of the blockbuster movie-making grind, George still had more ideas for his brainchild. In particular, he wanted to tell stories of his action hero's childhood, using it as a lens for exploring the events of the early 1900s. The turn of the century is my favorite part of history, he said, because it has so much to do with the emergence of the modern age we live in today. And from that melding of fiction with fact was born the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, which premiered on ABC on this day in 1992. The two-hour pilot movie, Young Indiana Jones and the Curse of the Jackal, introduces us to Henry Jones Jr. at three ages of his life, the eight-year-old, played by Cory Carrier, who embarks on a world tour with his parents in 1908, the 16-year-old, played by Sean Patrick Flannery, who gets himself into some trouble at the Mexican border in 1916, and finally, the modern-day, 93-year-old Indiana Jones, played by George Hall, who narrates the story to a couple of mischievous boys he meets in a New York museum. In 1908, young Henry and his stern English tutor, Miss Helen Seymour, are exploring the Great Pyramids of Egypt when they meet T.E. Lawrence and Howard Carter, and are soon swept up in a mystery of mummies, murder, and a missing Egyptian headpiece which won't be resolved until eight years later, when the teenage Henry, now calling himself Indy, gets caught up in the Mexican Revolution, rides with Pancho Villa, and discovers the fate of that missing relic. In the weeks after the premiere, ABC aired five more hour-long episodes, mostly centering on teenage Indy's adventures during World War I as a member of the Belgian Army, each week encountering famous historical figures of the day. The show would return in the fall with more episodes, but behind the scenes, Lucas was fighting his own pistol and bullwhip battle with the network to keep the show on the air. George Lucas saw a television series based on Indiana Jones as an opportunity to experiment with cutting-edge digital production techniques, including video composition, matte painting, and editing using the system that Lucasfilm itself had developed, the Edit Droid. Such experimentation was too costly for motion pictures, but he reasoned it would be better suited for television production. He brought together a team of American and British novelists and screenwriters to Skywalker Ranch for a month-long retreat to flesh out Indy's history and develop individual episodes based on his ideas. He hired an international team of directors, including Lucasfilm alumni Ben Burt, Vic Armstrong, and Joe Johnson. And finally, Lucas brought on showrunner-producer Rick McCallum, who oversaw the filming of The Chronicles in over 20 countries. And to top it off were the show's amazing guest actors, both renowned veterans and soon-to-be famous newcomers who are just too numerous to name here. Yet despite this avalanche of talent, much critical acclaim, and a guest shot by Harrison Ford, and six Emmy Awards, the young Indiana Jones Chronicles only lasted for 22 more episodes. Lucas never got ABC to understand that his passion project wasn't intended to be simply a nonstop thrill ride, but also a vehicle to educate his audience, however cursory or briefly, about the past. It didn't matter how many times I said it was a coming-of-age series about a young boy's exploration of history, he told the LA Times in 1993, people still expected to see that rolling boulder. Alas, what the network expected not to see rolling downhill were the ratings. 
For a time, Lucas persisted in trying to keep young Indy alive, publishing a study guide for the show as a teaching aid, shooting four more TV movies for the USA Network, and finally re-editing the series in chronological order as a set of television movies, though sadly dropping all the modern-day old indie scenes in the process. But perhaps George's persistence will finally pay off, as the current filming of Indiana Jones 5 has spurred rumors of a reboot of Young Indy. In any event, today we can still enjoy Lucas's bold and gorgeous experiment in edutainment on DVD and Paramount+. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 4th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.